What is up, my wonderful people? This is Ashley's Daily Encouragement. We're on another Wednesday for a brand new episode. Thank you to all my subscribers out there. Hope you guys are blessed and uh, just really getting encouraged, you guys. I just want to share with you the things that the Lord's brought into my life, you know, over the last five years, especially, that have really transformed my life. And I uh, hope you guys are getting some value. Thank you for all your support. Um, today, you guys, I want to continue to unpack finding your purpose. Um, Somebody had asked me that question. I told you guys, John Gifta with John Gifta International Ministries. I think that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> sorry, John, if you're listening. But uh, so, yeah, he asked me if, if I had any podcast talking about that. And I was just thinking about it. And I was like, no, I don't. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I should go ahead and make a couple just in case there's anybody out there that, uh, you know, is thinking about their life and what the Lord would have them do. And it's just feeling kind of stuck or like. Uh, maybe it seems like a burden to find your purpose or, um, you know, maybe you just don't even know where to start and you guys, so I'm just, I'm going to share, you know, my life with you guys and, and the different perspectives, um, the Lord has used in my life to help me get where I am today. So anyway, as I shared with you guys last week in the podcast, one of the first things I had to do when it came to discovering my purpose was, um, facing, facing the things that were difficult. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. And I think that's where we're going to, you know, really find the love and mercy and grace of God is in that place where you're like, oh, I don't know, Lord. Um, Because no one wants to feel a certain pain or whatever. And that's a big problem, too, is we have to get comfortable with the emotions that God has given to us to be indicators of, you know, symptoms of things that we really need. Um, they're, They're not there to mislead you or whatever they can if um you don't understand the function of your emotions right and as i told you guys before your emotions are just indicators they're symptoms all right um it's okay you need to pay attention how you feel you need to learn to be self-aware okay number one that's part of self-control so be willing to face that area in your life that is the heaviest burden that you carry um the big you know the, the biggest stressor the most pain whatever that thing is and bring it to the throne of grace. You have to be willing to see the God that said he's going to save you and bring you to heaven as the one who's going to heal you and redeem you from the inside out. You will not move forward and take opportunities if your emotional well-being is all screwed up on the inside. You know, there are certain things you won't deal with, talk about, you know. I think that's why a lot of people don't even really face a lot of things that are going on in the world right now. Let's just talk about the church for a second. You know, Um, the church won't even face certain things. And I think that's because on an individual level with each person in the body, um, they haven't learned how to, you know, get free within their own hearts. They're stuck under condemnation, blame, shame, judgment. And so usually what, what can happen is when you have those things within you, you will project those things into the world. And the same pain you feel within yourself, how you interpret the events of the world, you'll feel the same way just by looking at that. And it's just going to trigger what's already inside of you. So if you're not willing to deal with pain or hurt or betrayal or stress or, you know, whatever the, whatever that thing is, um, then you're not going to be able to move forward. So you, you got to be willing to bring your whole self to the Lord. All right. That was my, that was my first thing, you guys. And uh, you got to ask him, you know, ask him for, for help, ask him for resources, and then just pay attention. Um, for me, you guys, when I was going through my, you know, going through my thing, and I would be talking to people about 
you know, my, what I was going through. And at the time it was the burden of being in the church that I was in and, uh, the control and, um, the burden that I was feeling. But then, um, at the same time, um, you know, how can I say this? It was like, if I leave, I'm not faithful. If I'm, if, you know, I'm not being faithful to God. If I leave, I'm going to get out from underneath this covering. That's the kind of stuff that I heard. And if I stayed, I was long suffering, but I knew if I stayed that, um, I was going to die spiritually. It was just so huge, biggest weight I've ever carried in my life. And, uh, so it was, it was one of those things where it was like, danged if you do, danged if you don't. Right. I mean, it didn't, it didn't matter, um, what decision you made either you were, you know, you were going to feel the pain of it either way. You were going to feel the pain of judgment and uh, confusion and betrayal if you left and you were going to feel that if you stayed. So I really didn't have any hope for any and anything better. So, um, you know, just, just paying attention to uh, the resources that God was bringing my way. And I had, had been talking, I told you guys, I was talking to my cousin and she told me about boundaries. I didn't know what boundaries were. So I read the book Boundaries from Dr. Henry Cloud. I highly recommend it to anybody out there who uh, is confused about that. Um, boundaries were in the, we didn't talk about boundaries in the church. And if we did, they were seen as walls and you can't have walls. You know, if you have walls, then basically uh, you're not loving, you know, and, and, and boundaries are not walls, friends. They're, they were, they describe them in the book more as fences um, to be able to open up, right? Um, let in the good take out the bad, right? They have a function. You can open and close them. Sometimes people keep the wrong things in and put the wrong and, uh, you know, the things that they need to keep in, they put them out and the things that they need to put out, they keep them in. Right. So anyway, uh, that's how boundaries was described to me in terms of if you were to give yourself a visual that they were gates and it was what, you know, it was how you differentiated yourself, differentiated yourself between you and someone else. Right. So you had to learn to distinguish your thoughts, your desires, um, your needs, um, you know, your, you within yourself. Right. Be, being able to distinguish yourself. And that was obviously that was never taught in the church. Um, <laughs> you know, it was always die to yourself and live for others. So I didn't have boundaries because my responsibility was other people. So anyway, um, that was my that was my first step was uh, just learning to understand boundaries in my life and uh, begin to practice that. And, uh, so that's what I started doing. And, um, then I sat on my back porch one day and I was reading a really great book called, uh, nine things leaders must do. And it was talking about, um, digging up your talents and your skills and not, and, uh, you know, not being that servant that buried their talent. And then, uh, the master confronted them <laughs> and, uh, said, you wicked servant, you know, cause they didn't invest. And so anyway, you guys, um, I was just sitting on my back porch and I, and I asked God, you know, what have you given to me? And here's the thing with this journey, you guys, I know a lot of people are looking for like this how to thing, which, you know, it can only go so far, but you have to be able to engage in this process literally with the Lord. Um, if you want to be closer to God, then get closer to God. Right. Um, I can tell you what I did, but you have to do it and you have to be sincere. You know, you, you have to approach God with your whole heart and, uh, be willing to go there. Okay. Uh, be willing to expose yourself to God where you need healing the most. And then, you know, being willing to ask him these kinds of questions, Lord, what am I here for? What have you given to me? What skills and talents do I have? And just listening, you know, listening to God and, um, you know, just paying attention because when you ask God a question, 
you know, you're going to have a thought that's going to, that's going to come into your mind. That's going to answer that question, you know? And I think a lot of times we make it very confusing when it comes to hearing the voice of God. Um, you know, we overcomplicate it and, um, you know, we just have to learn to, you know, obviously, obviously you have to, first of all, recognize why you need the Lord, right? Why did he come into your life? What did he come for? Have you accepted what you needed from him, right? Have you accepted that you needed grace, love, forgiveness, redemption, right? I mean, you have to, you have to, your foundation as a Christian has to be with a real humble heart. You have to know why the Lord is in your life to begin with. Um, and you have to understand and accept why he says he came into your life. If you cannot do that, then you're really, really going to struggle with intimacy with God. And, uh, you won't hear him as clearly because, uh, you know, self-righteousness and pride and those kind of things can get in the way. But, um, you know, if you just accept why he says he came, then that's already, that's number one, that's the foundation, right? And then once you realize the love he has for you and why he came, then that's going to give you the ability to give him the things within yourself that maybe you haven't given to other people, right? A lot of people carry all kinds of baggage around for a really long time because they don't trust people or, you know, the the dynamics in the home growing up, you know, maybe super isolated, do everything on your own, whatever, right? You haven't learned how to, how to get empathy from another person and connect. And so that's what the Lord does with us. You know, he, he has empathy for us. He's felt what we felt, you guys. Um, again, you don't have to, uh, do the same thing somebody's done to, to feel what they did. That's, you just have to to feel what a person has felt and it's amazing how we can all have different experiences and all feel differently about that and so the lord has had tons of experiences on earth and he's felt every emotion that we ever have and so there's no reason why you can't bring your emotional well-being to the one who's felt everything you felt so that's the second step is you got to really be willing to to go there and it's the same grace that you needed from him for salvation and love and and forgiveness and all that that's the same love forgiveness and mercy that you need for the hurt and the the things that you carry around in your heart that really keep you in bondage because once you get healed from those things i mean you're going to be unstoppable right i mean when you're going to operate from a place of passion and um you know authority and um it's it's going to change your life but you have to be able to kind of take off those those things that are hindering you and uh, you can only really do that uh, just through that process of acknowledgement and accepting uh, what you need from the Lord. So anyway, uh, just paying attention to resources he can bring into your life, guys. So boundaries is a huge thing. Uh, asking God questions and then paying attention to the answers that he's going to bring. Um, I asked the Lord, hey, what have you given to me? And uh, encourager came to my mind. And so as I was on this journey um, of thinking about that, and I think there was another story I've told you guys before too, when uh, I was listening to a podcast and this gal was sharing how you know, uh, she was stepping out, you know, she really wanted to, uh, be in like a fashion designer and do these kinds of things. And, um, but she was afraid of being judged by the church. That's just so crazy, but it's true. Um, you know, and so, uh, you know, she was just sharing her, her story about that. And I said, you know, Lord, I want you to talk to me the way you're talking to her. And you guys don't be afraid to ask God those kinds of questions, right? He wants us to approach him that way. If, if you want the Lord to talk to you the way that he's maybe you perceive he's talking to other people where I guess what I mean is if you see somebody really just moving forward in their relationship with God, you might think, wow, you know, what do they have that I don't have? You know, there's nothing that they don't have that you don't have. They just have a hunger, right? Um, they, they are chasing after the one who who was chasing after them. So you just have to be willing to go there, right. And, And be bold and ask God questions and, uh, you know, just tell him what you want. Hey Lord, I want you to speak to me the way you're speaking to them. I want to, um, I want to, live from a place of, you know, 
strength and talents and, and character and values and, and those kinds of things. And so anyway, oh, and that's the other thing, you guys. I would say the third thing is um, you need to be able to, you know, ask, bring your pain to God, ask him for what you need, pay attention to the resources, and then um, ask him what desires that he has put in your heart. You know, and ask yourself questions like, what do you love to do? You know, um, ask him these things. And then, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to walk in it. I think a lot of times when we are stepping out and doing something, we, oh, I hope I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. Right. I hope, you know, it's like you have to trust that the desires you have on your heart to do the things that you want to do are from him to begin with. And you guys, you're, how can I say this without sounding blasphemous or something yeah um you're not gonna be you're not jesus christ okay like i don't know how to say that without sounding you know smug or whatever that word is but you're not him and you have to be comfortable with that you have to be comfortable about your function your function is different than what christ came christ came to die for sin and redeem you all you're here to do now is to exhibit what he came to do you you are an extension right? You're a reflection. He says, I came to die for sin and gave you life. You'd have it abundantly. Now you're going to reflect a life that, um, isn't full of sin and is, is abundant. Right. Um, and you guys, I'll probably do another podcast about sin. We're going to talk about really get down to the heart of it, but, uh, I'll save that for later. Um, anyway, so, you know, just being able to, um, bring, bring your whole self to God, pain and everything, your real and ideal self, uh, paying attention to the resources and not judging yourself for the desires that you have in terms of things you're excited about and things that you love to do. You know, I don't think you can go wrong when you've got a heart that's that's fully surrendered. I think that's the other thing is people worry about sinning against God, but you're not. God's not going to lead you into sin. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like he's giving you just things that you are genuinely going to like to do. And, um, I remember when I was pregnant with my last baby and I went to the doctor's office and, uh, I was sharing the journey with her about really kind of discovering boundaries and how much it had changed my life. And she goes, yeah, I learned that from a life coach. I was like, what, what's a life coach? I never even knew, knew what a life coach was. I had no idea, but that struck a chord with me. Oh man, I knew at that moment, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a life coach. <laughs> and, uh, I went home and I started looking things up and you know, that's a whole nother story, but you know, um, I think it's very, very simple. I think we just have to be willing to get comfortable with where we need grace the most, receive that from God. And then you communicate that that's your purpose. And whatever outlet, whatever vehicle you decide to do that, that's up to you. You know, um, for me, being that I was such a massive people pleaser and worrying about what people thought about me and then having to learn about boundaries and then realizing how much I love um, helping people unpack those barriers and then giving them perspectives and tools or just different ways of looking at something to, to move through that barrier and go to the next level. I think that's, I love that, you know, um, and so that's what I'm here for. I'm here to, to help Christians discover the barriers in their relationship with the Lord and, uh, you know, give some tools and perspectives to, to get through that thing and go to the next level in your life, you know, move forward and make progress. Um, you know, especially in terms of identity. And cause that's the thing when you're worried about what people think about you all the time, 
your reference point is others and you know, you have nothing within you to ground you. And so, you know, I, that's why I created the podcast and walked you guys through the identity course on here. Um, started January 20th, ended May 21st, 2020, walking you guys through the process of discovering your character and values from the inside out. So your reference point becomes something within, right? And you're grounded and you're firm and um, you're not a wave of the sea because, you know, have you ever noticed that if you always gauge who you are off of other people and especially if the people are in and out of your life, you know, you're up and down like a yo-yo and, uh, you know, if Christ is in you, number one, you got to learn how to tap into that and, you know, see him for who he really is in you guys. So anyway, I've been on this podcast for super long today, you guys. I feel like I've just been rambling on, but, um, I hope this just gave you just a little more perspective on finding your purpose. It's very, very simple acknowledge what Christ came to give to you, accept what he came to give, and then take that same mindset that you took in the beginning when you met him and apply that to every other area of your life where you felt like you needed him to begin with, right? Um, if, you've, if you came to Christ humble, realizing you need forgiveness, you need love, you need mercy, you need grace, you need that same thing in every single area of your life that's keeping you back from moving forward and doing the things that you would want to do. And, you know, asking God questions. Hey, Lord, you know, what do I like to do? A lot of times we don't see it just because we're so buried with these things. You guys, you could be so caught up in blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment that you don't even have the energy to be thinking about, um, bigger things for your life and plans. And so I just challenge you guys to ask God to give you a vision for your life, but you have to do it from a, you have to begin to get healed first because a lot of other stuff will just fall into place. But if you've got injuries within you, um, it's going to be really, really hard to do anything, right? So you have to recover yourself inside first. So that way um, you can bear fruit. It's like, you know, your heart's a garden, right? So you are removing the things in there that are going to hinder your growth, you know? Um, and you're, you know, God's going to plant himself in you. He's going to plant his word. He's going to plant thoughts and desires and good things within you. Um, and that's, and when you realize how much God loved you while you're a sinner, how much more while you're in his will, how much more while you're just living in his presence, man? Come on, you guys. It's really amazing when you think about it. So anyway, you guys, I hope this makes sense. I hope we gave you something about, you know, finding your purpose or at least giving you some type of um, framework, if you may, about that. You guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and try to remember there was another podcast I'm going to do. I just was talking about it with you guys. And I, man, I hope I remember what that was. I hope the Lord help me remember. Lord, help me remember what that was as I was just talking to you guys. Dang it. All right, my friends, I'm going to get off here. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Don't forget to check out Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell on Facebook. I go live on Fridays, you guys. There's a ton of videos on there. Um, I try to make images on there and just little sayings and write things up to share with you guys. Just whatever I have in me to share with you to give you some encouragement for the day. Um, You know, that's what I want to do, you guys. So anyway, I hope you have an awesome rest of the day and I will see you guys next week.